This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, welcome to Redman TV. It's an uncensored match build up Liverpool face Southampton at St. Mary's on Saturday. I am joined by Tom Dutton, John Machen, and Jack Gill for this one. Uh, Paul and Chris are still on their way back from Istanbul. Uh, Tom, straight into it. Massive test that after Chelsea to go away to Southampton. Yeah, massive, massive test. Not a big turnaround, is it? I mean, you can take a load of, uh, of positives from just winning a trophy, I think. You, you're coming into a Premier League must-win game, as they all are, but you're coming off the back of a, of a hard-fought victory. It would have been different if you, 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 you're doing all that running, you come away with nothing in the end, but we haven't. We've come back with a trophy, top of the pile once again, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how we bounce back from that. It's been a long time since I've seen Liverpool play in a trophy, win a trophy, and then go into a domestic game. And, and I, I honestly think we'll go back, have, have our fun on the plane back, but you've got to get straight back into the mentality of, now you've got to do it again. Yeah. And, and, and I trust in this team to be able to do that. John, it's really good to have that mentality of winning something when you come back, but it doesn't always compensate. Just your legs. No, it no, doesn't, no, doesn't always compensate for that, does it? And, you know, we went, no, went on the final word. They basically only got recovery time, haven't they? Yeah. They won't be able to train or really do much. No. You know, they're going to get off the plane basically and go to Southampton and play. Yeah. Um, and it's um, it's a shame because the Prem is the key, is the key trophy for us yeah. in my mind, probably in a lot of people's yeah. mind. Um, and to have that sort of derailed almost before we've even started because of having to go to Istanbul and play two hours. And a penalty shootout and be up till two in the morning. Yeah. You know. Uh, anyway, as you say, you've just got to get on and do it. Yeah. And Jack, that that intensity of the heat. You know, the commentators several times mentioned the state of the pitch. John just mentioned they're playing forty till two o'clock in the morning. Like I've never done that in my lifetime, and thinking about it, it's making me very very tired. <laughs> um, you know, it comes back to that. You know, Fabinho went down with with cramp as well. We haven't really seen that before. Is it concern for you? If, if, having that game it's, it's good winning the trophy and stuff but like as John just said you're going straight back into the Premier League where you know it's high pressure we need to win this game and you've got to feel for the players a little bit haven't you I mean going to St Mary's is always tough we always seem to struggle there it's one of the grounds that we always seem to find quite difficult playing at I think with their last result against Burnley where they were quite poor they're looking to bounce back as well so I think going into this game they'll be boosted by the fact that we have played 120 minutes but personally I'm confident that, that our B side can can Beat Southampton at the weekend. I think we have enough good players in our squad as a whole that 
that is capable of breaking down Southampton. It might be one of those games that we look at and go, you know what, let, let's grind out a narrow win here. Let's rest big players. We've got Arsenal the weekend after, of course. So I, I think it will be one of those games where we put out a weekend side and, and look to, to narrowly beat them. Can you afford to put out a weekend side, Tom? Uh, I haven't put a weekend side out. No. I've put out the best team that we can put out in yeah. under the circumstances. I've given her like it's one of them you you've gotta be cautious with some players. You don't want to overdo them. But look, you, you we've got a week break after this game. So you, you go again. You literally you're a professional footballer. I know you've got to take into account look, your body sometimes just can't do that, the, but that's your job. They are they are though dictated by the medics these days, aren't they? They yeah. all have tests and they tell Klopp who's able you know who's in a condition to play, that's and that's going to be quite tricky, isn't it? Yeah. And the, the, it's okay saying we've got a good, you know, second string, but we haven't got a great second string in key areas like Van Dyke if he can't play. Mm. You know, and even Lovren isn't around, is he? Where the no. I don't know where the Ill, hell he is. He's, he's ill, yeah. Is he ill? Slash yeah. signed the contract with someone else. Slash yeah. bad back. So yeah. you know, I mean, even if if Van Dyke can't play for whatever reason, and he did pick up a knock at one point yeah, in that game. You know who who comes in for him? Do we play Matip and Gomez? Will that be good enough? Yeah. You know, I mean, who plays in place of Fabinho if his cramp has, has ruled him out? Yeah. Uh, Robinson, who plays at left back if he's knackered? <laughs> you know, it's it's it, it's tricky. Yeah. It's going to be a really difficult game. I, I, I've written, sorry, Tom. I've written well, lots of questions, lots of changes. Sorry, question mark on the agenda because I don't know whether you can, like you just said, you can afford to kind of uh, do that going into the game. But John, there were several people that didn't start that game. That I think. You know, you can make a case also. Shakiri left back. Yeah, Lonigan yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right back. Yeah. Um, but you know, Trent didn't start that game. Bobby didn't start no, that no, game. I mean, they'll play obviously. Yeah. Um, but you know, still, they, they then went on and played extra time again mm. in sapping heat and humidity. Um, and yeah, you've just got to get on with this. But yeah. if the medics say to Klopp, well, you know. Fabinho can't play, you know, he's not, his levels are not, not right. He, he'll be injured if he plays anymore. Van Dijk is injured, Robbo's injured, Milner's got a you know, ice pack on his, on yeah, his on knee. His knee yeah. Well, he can play, yes. Yeah. He can play with the ice pack on his knee because yeah. he's that kind of a guy, isn't he? But I don't know. I mean, it, it's going to be really tricky. I mean, he's got kids there. He could bring in LaRucci and he could bring in Adam Lewis. It's a big um, test for them if well, he brings them you know, in. Particularly if brought in two of them at the same exactly. time. Unleash yeah. Harvey Elliott. Yeah, Harvey yeah, Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you see, I don't think the, the front three is a problem. I think rest, Mo, yeah. Bobby and Manek will play without any problem. Yeah. Um, it's other areas I'm worried about. You know. And Joe Gomez, he played, three, he played three positions, yeah. played two, two hours. And he, he had a serious injury last year and he's really only just coming back from that. Yeah. Mm. It's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, uh, yeah. You mentioned in the final word, Tom, you don't... Having after won that trophy and being you know European champions, uh, as we keep mentioning, um, everyone wants to beat Liverpool, don't they? And Southampton will be the same as that. And again, with all that stuff that we just spoke about, going into every Premier League game now, people go, "I want to beat Liverpool." It's going to be tough, isn't it? It's, it's it is interesting because in terms of mentality of of us, in terms of the fans, me and you are going. So as an away fan, I was speaking about it on the final word, but. I, I can't wait to be able to go to these grounds and go with a confidence, a swagger, and just be like, no, we are we are the best team. You want to beat us for a reason. And I think hopefully the players can take that in, in the best way possible. Not where they're being overconfident, but in terms of going, no, we're here for a reason. We're doing this for a reason. These players are putting out performance like this for a reason. Um, and, and we need to snap to that level every single time. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a massive test of character. We've had so many tests throughout Klopp's tenure of... 
can we do it with, after being a goal down? Can we do it um, uh, after the Champions League and in a week game? And can we do it after this? Can we do it? Can we can we keep a one 0 win? Can we play smart? Can we play attacking football? Now the big test is: Can you do it when every single team is going to go out there and, and and try and win? Hopefully, you get one goal and it shuts Southampton down. I mean, it's going it's to you know be I mean? interesting to see how Southampton. Um, set about the game because there's an argument to say if they just go at us like mad right from the start and you know just because we're all going to be a bit knackered that they can sort of sweep us aside and the other argument would be no just just relax and by the time half time comes they'll all be shot mm. and we can just walk all over them in the second half yeah. so it'd be really interesting to see how they take it yeah. because if they do go at us from the start I'm sure we could score goals. Yeah, you know, it, it, you could say it's a good time to play Liverpool in that sense, Jack, couldn't you? For Southampton, and to add to that as well, you know, they played the first game in the Premier League, and lost three 0 to Burnley, which isn't great in anyone's standards, but they're going to want to come back from that as well, aren't they? Yeah, I, th I think for them it's a massive game. I mean, Harden Hootel's a very, very good coach, and he won't be happy with a three 0 defeat to Burnley. I think a lot of people tip Southampton to go down, but. With with Harson Hootel, he's he's not a manager that would want that. He's a very very good coach, and I think he can work with the players they've got. On paper, they don't have the best squad in the world, but I think they've got a very very good coach in Harson Hootel. And I th I think looking at the game, I do personally think, as I said before, that our second string team is capable of beating this side. So if Klopp was to put out a weakened side, I don't think I'd be too disheartened by that whatsoever. And I think. We'd have the firepower then of, of, of the big players on the bench to come off and, and still make an impact. I mean, we saw against Stoke a, a few seasons ago when we put out a weekend side, we were 1-0 down and then Coutinho and Firmino come on, win us the game at the yeah. end. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was if it was one of them sort of games. Yeah, and Tom, some of the players at Southampton have got are, are likely to threaten. One of those people that might want to prove a point is Danny Ings. Yeah, I'm scared of him, to be honest. I know just how, how good of a player he is now tenacious he is in, in, in terms of his press and stuff. He'll want I don't I don't think he'll wanna like have a have like have a go at us in a bad way, but I think he'll definitely want to go there and just be like used it's probably the last play you want to play against after just haven't played in Istanbul for yeah. two hours. It's weird though Danny Ings running at you. I know there's no bad blood though between us so like I, I, I think it I mean, I won't cheer when he scores a goal, but I'll give him a clap if at the end of the game. If he scores a goal, not when. If, sorry, <laughs> sorry, John, yeah. Um, but it's one of them where you, I want him to play well, but then just not have the end product. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard, but he, I mean, he got seven goals last season and three assists. Uh, the other one's James Redmond, who got six goals Nathan and Redmond. four assists. James Redmond. James Redmond. James Redmond. <laughs> James Redmond will study Omani. James Redmond. Nathan Redmond. James Redmond. I know, I was... Oh, yeah. Nathan Redmond. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's good, mate. And James Ward-Prowse is good as well. Yeah, they are, especially on set pieces exactly. as well, which is really dangerous. Yeah. Um, before we carry on, I'm going to plug the book. Uh, me and Paul have written a book. It sold really well. We'd, we had 300 and they've sold out. Uh, we're doing a second run, uh, so you want one of these, you can have one. Uh, it's also available on Kindle and iBooks as well. We'll put all the links in the description. Um, and we're going to attempt to do preferred 11s um, of some sort because it's really difficult. Jack, I'm going to start with you. Um, no, I think people are going to hate me for this because I've gone very much changed. I've gone Adrian at the back, Trent back in at right back. I've gone with Matip and Van Dijk centre-backs. I think Gomez played too much in too many positions. I think it's important to rest him. I've gone with Robertson, although I did think he had one of his worst games um, yesterday. I think... 
Then I've gone with Alana in the six, Genie and Ox. So you can play the four, two, three, one in now I've gone here. And then Shakiri, Firmino, Origi. Ooh. That's what I've gone with. Because I, I just think, you know, Mane came back. He's, he's then played a, a lot of football. Um, he's, we've got Arsenal in a week's time. I think Salah's the same where he, they could just do with the rest. And I'd rather rest them now against Southampton when it's early on in the season. Teams like that are still looking to adapt. We'll probably still do well. And I'd rather rest them for, say, 60, 70 minutes now than lose them for two, three months. You just explained the front three. That's not what I want you to explain, Lallana in the six. I mean, Lallana in the six, I think, against Leon was incredible. Yeah. And I think... It's one of them that Klopp is very keen to try. He's very keen to show us that Lalana is actually a good player that we need in our squad. And I think it's one of them games where Southampton, as a number 10, do you have anyone that's going to threaten too much? You've got Van Dijk behind, obviously. The only thing I'd worry about is, is would you play Lalana in the six when you haven't got Alisson in goal? And in a Premier League game, of course, I do think that is difficult. But I think, obviously... If it's not working, you have Genie there as well, who you can then put in the six and then you can move Lalana to midfield. And I think that team is is very capable of, of doing different things. You can play the 4-3-3, you can play the 4-2-3-1. Obviously, you've got Shakiri, Firmino, Origi, who are, who are very diverse players themselves. Shakiri can drop back into the eight and Oxley chamberlain can go out wide. It's a, very, it's, a, it's a team that is very flexible and Klopp can change quite a lot. I do not think at all that Klopp will go with this team, but <laughs> it's something that would be very experimental. And I think that team is probably capable of beating Southampton. John, do you go along with that? Or are, you, are you going all I out? Put Gomez, I put Gomez in um, simply because I preferred 11 and I prefer Gomez. Yeah. So otherwise the same defence. I put Ginny in the six. Yeah. I put Hendo on because I can't really think of anyone else to put in there. Um, Lalana as well in midfield. I think Ox could probably play, but I don't think he's um, he's going to contribute for more than about half an hour. Yeah. really. So I don't know whether that he'd be better off coming on later on. Um, and I think the front three, the super front three, guess that's my preferred three, and I'm sticking with it. Tom, um, I've gone Trent, Matip, Van Dijk, Robbo, Fabinho keeps in there. To be honest, I know he had cramp, but okay. I think he just plays. I think Genie comes back in. And then it's a toss-up between Oxley chamberlain and Adam Lallana. I think Henderson needs a break, to be honest with you, in, in, in my mind. But I think we need someone who's, who's willing to break the lines and, and go further on. It's one of Oxley chamberlain and Lallana, and then it's the same front three for the same reasons as John. I think you just got to go out there and, and, and smash them off the park. And I know we're tired, but you've just got to go out there and, and, and do the job. We're, we're good enough. I th we've got a week break. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think you just go out there and do it. It's very difficult to balance, isn't it, John? Because you know we did, we did <laughs> try to write down our side 11s. I think we all scribbled out several times. But to get that balance right of having the quality in there and the confidence of those players, like Adam Lallana in the six is probably a, a, a valid argument. But like I, I don't take great confidence in that because every game is must win. Not saying you're wrong, but you know going to a hard game. And of course, it's Southampton, of course. So yeah. our, our Southampton ex. Players oh God, yeah. always get a bit of a rough time mm. when they go to Southampton, don't they? So I, I'm not really sure I'd like him in the firing line there because mm. if things go wrong, he gets booed as well, doesn't he? When he goes yeah. there, he's a bit bad. Mm. Yeah. I, I do think, though, for me, it's important to 
to bear in mind that Arsenal game in, in a week's time. And sometimes when you've played three games in a week, three difficult games where it's the first game of the season against Norwich, and yeah, maybe the second half we were able to take our foot off the gas a bit, but still we played, played some good football in that second half. We played 120 minutes against Chelsea. I just think it's, it's one of them where we play against Southampton. If, if we put out our strongest side, say Southampton push our strongest side and we have to play strong football for 90 minutes to, to get that win with our, with our best 11 out, I think that week's break can be very harmful and we can go into that Arsenal game struggling. I think Arsenal have been boosted by probably one of their best transfer windows of, of recent years, the last decade for sure, probably. Um, and I, I just think it's one of them where... We need to have that in mind and I think with the likes of Mane, Salah on the bench, we can look at it as Southampton most likely touch wood aren't going to be 2-3-0 up at half-time or anything. So if it's not going well in the first half, we then turn to the bench where we're going to have a strong bench and go, now do yeah, the job. I mean, the, the trouble we've got is that you need to be perfect yeah. to win the Premiership. And therefore we can't afford any slip-ups in this game. And I think this is probably our toughest game. You know, probably even even tougher than the Arsenal game. It's you know, because of the circumstances, to actually win this game is going to be harder, I think, than beating Arsenal next week and and the rest of the games this month. Yeah. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. It's mad that we're talking about tiredness and you know short space of yeah. time between turning on games. We're three games of the season. Seems bizarre. Um, just wanted to quickly throw it out there. Is anyone going to make a case for Shakiri? Because as we were talking, then I thought, yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm with John because I, or anyone else. Saying, because I, I play the front three, but then if, you, if you're Shakiri and you, you're watching the teammates play two hours or whatever it was and be tired. If he doesn't come on for this game, when does he come on? He's not as good as Salah, though, Ross. I, I, I play him. I, I think this well, is... Well, in terms of freshness and, and running at people, I think you, you get that, wouldn't you? I, th- I think this is the perfect game for Shakiri. I think we, we saw last season in, in the 3-0 win at Anfield. I think he, he bossed that first half and 
he's, he's one of them players where, yeah, he's not as good as Salah, but in games like this, he can step up and he can score a goal or two, or produce a piece of ma magic from there. Where like that free kick he scored at Anfield last season, there's another one where 30 yards out he hits the bar, and I think it was Salah who had a, a, a tap. And I think Shakiri is, is a brilliant player. And I think it was Maddock who, who wrote an article a, f a few weeks ago saying that Shakiri is one of the reasons we didn't sign anyone this summer because Klopp does see him as that versatile player that is now embedded into the squad. And I think Jordan Shakiri is an excellent player and an excellent squad player for us. And I, I think I, if you don't I, play I him in games like this... I think he is a like great this, player, but... And I think if you decide that Mo needs a rest, then mm. yeah, play Shakiri. The trouble is, I, I, I'm not so sure that Mo does need a rest. I think the players that need rest are the midfield players yeah. and the defenders. And Shakiri isn't help isn't a help to you in that situation, is it? Nor is Lalana particularly, or Ox. Don't yeah. don't forget the the front three played more minutes this this season than last season. Sorry, than than anyone else. They had long summers, and I think it will catch up with them at some point. I think they need to be very well managed throughout the season. I think personally, this is one of the games where I'd look at it and go, you know what, I'd rest them now because they've just played a lot of minutes in in the Super Cup on a Wednesday night in hot weather, and and actually, do we want an Allison situation where they're picking up a freak injury and and being out for four weeks? No, we, we can't. Afford it's hard that. though because if you bring Shakiri and change the system, he doesn't play mm -hmm. that system like Mo Salah does. He, he he whenever he plays, he seems to drop deep. Maybe that'll change. Maybe we've got him in the in the classroom and gone. No, we want you to play like this. We we need you to play like this. But it always seems like he drops a bit deep and play, and he's the he's the player who plays the ball over the top. So you need you need you if you're playing Shakiri, I think you've got to play Bobby and Mane. You've got to. I don't, uh, just purely for the for the runners and that mm. the, the the way that we move and how fluid we are there. It's, uh, the ball over the top, the diagonal that Chikiri can play to Mane is so dangerous. With Bob with Bobby's running and the midfield runners, then fair enough if Chikiri comes in that could work. Uh, I just think Salah's so good as well at being that outlet ball for the right back and the outlet ball for Virgil van Dijk in the centre-back and spraying them passes and it gives us such an extra dimension that I think if Shaqiri's dropping deep, I don't know if we have that outlet and that, that's just one worry for me, but he's, he is good. I, if he plays, I'll be happy with it. I can see I can see Klopp going with, with two of our front three, but I do think he will rest one of the front three, I really do. I think Bobby is, is almost certain to start because he was rested, obviously, in Turkey, but I think... I think one of them, one of them does get rest. You can always make a case for for Origi in that sense as well. And one yeah. moment we don't know the case of is, is Naby Keita. Would be dead helpful if he was fit. But again, can can you risk him? And is the frustration there? You know, same before John of having those midfielders that are knackered. I mean, the problem one of the problems we have in that midfield three is who you're playing. You're you're almost shoehorning players. Absolutely. I mean, you, the, the game, if you look at that game against Chelsea, our midfield was overrun in the first yeah. half. You know, Keita would have been a real asset yeah. in that game. Yeah. So. The, the sooner we get him fit, the better. But you know he's injured so much, isn't he? Mm, yeah. yeah, I feel, I feel sorry. He's not clock. kicking people since he arrived at Liverpool. He used to do that a lot. Mm. You know, he used to get sent off a lot, and he doesn't do that at all. And maybe he should. Maybe yeah. I just maybe he needs to play his real his normal yeah. game. He's busy hurting himself now. Yeah, that's, that's the problem. The problem yeah. Um, yes, yeah, stop. Really difficult. Let us know your preferred 11s uh, in the comments below and how many times you changed it because we had a bit of a nightmare. Um, but as always, we, we like to cover the other views of other teams, don't we? Um, Chris caught up with Freddie from the Ugly Inside. Here's a little clip. But we got this chap called Kevin Danso, and we were Danso in the streets when he was announced. Um, big, tall, strapping centre half, 20 years old from Augsburg, Austrian international. Hopefully, he is the answer to our problems because that's really what we've been 
what we've been lacking is a bit of leadership at the you back. You used to have a, a really good centre-half, didn't you? Some bloke, Dutch bloke, can't remember his name. Virgil, maybe. Virgin, <laughs> Virgil, Virgil, Virgil van Dijk. Virgin Media, we're responsible for Virgin Media. <laughs> <laughs> have you literally been crying out for someone since we bought him off, yeah? Absolutely, yeah, 100%. Um, if you look at the current crop, uh, we've got Jan Badenrecht's probably the best of them at the moment, but uh, you've got to look at Jack Stevens, in, uh, not injury-prone, uh, error-prone. Yoshida's got a few errors in him. Vestergaard, tallest man in the Premier League, can't header a ball at the weekend. Uh, it was like a comedy of errors, honestly, watching the same old Saints, really, at the weekend. And then you've got Wesley Hoot, who seems to be surplus to requirements. So there you go, lots to look forward to against Southampton. Uh, if you want more info uh, on Southampton side, go and watch that full video. Uh, be out on the website. Um, Tom, we're going down to the game. We're looking forward to it, as you mentioned yeah. before. Nice little trip to Southampton. Well, I, I just want to see what the away is like. I've seen what the home's like now and, and the, the, the reception that the team got because they deserve it. And the aways have always been fantastic for me. I love going to watch Liverpool away because that the the the, the, f- the travelling fans just never stop singing. It's what I love about Liverpool and its fan base is the away fans are spectacular. That's why going to Europe and, and, and going to these far-flung reaches of the world is fantastic because we get to show people our culture in, in terms of that match day experience. I, I cannot wait. We are going to bring it to Southampton um, as a team but also as a fan base and it, yeah, I, I, I'm really, really looking forward to this uh, game. If you want to join us on that trip, stay tuned to the social and Redman TV on Saturday. We'll we'll keep you updated of, of what we're doing and, and what uh, what stop we're at on the motorway and what what burger we're having for breakfast. Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. What Mackey's meal? Um, rival fixtures, John. There's some big games this weekend. Um, City, Arsenal, City, Tottenham's the big one. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. So Arsenal, Burnley, after on Saturday. City, Spurs, half hour on Saturday. I'm gutted we're going to miss that because we're going to be travelling back. Get on the radio. Yeah, bang it on the car. But again, so early on in the season, John, that's that's massive. Isn't that's it? a sort of grudge game as yeah. well, that, isn't it? Um, and then yeah. Chelsea Leicester is not an easy game either because no. Leicester look really good under Brendan Rodgers. They play attacking football. Chelsea again might be the same position as Southampton of being knackered from from a midweek game. So you know, if people around us can drop points, it's, it puts even more pressure on us. Yeah, up. You, I mean, obviously Chelsea have that transfer embargo, so they haven't brought in loads of players. No. Um, Did it get 7,000 people back off alone now? <laughs> yeah, true, true. Uh, and, and the final one, Monday night, is another big game, Jack, Wolves versus United. And I, I, I fancy Wolves for that one. Uh, you know what, Wolves were so good against top six sides last season, I wouldn't be surprised if they did it again. And it, w- it would be bloody good after all the shit United fans have been giving this week after beating Chelsea 4-0. It'd be good to just knock them down again because, you know, they've won one game and you'd think they've won trophies again because... The amount of people are going on about that 4-0 victory. I've not heard the end of it all week. They're all tough games, to be honest. Harry Maguire's the best thing since sliced bread, apparently. Yeah. Well, they're like, Burnley against Arsenal are going to do, Burnley are going to do what they did against us and just bully us. Just literally try and hurt us. It's going to be tough for Arsenal. City versus Spurs is going to be a massive game and and either team could win that. I think Spurs My only worry about Wolves is that they're in Europe, aren't they? And a bit like Burnley last year, it can take it out. And they weren't... Wolves-Lesnar last week was was not a great game of football. Um, But, I mean, I'm really interested to see how Wolves do this season. I think they're going to 
going to start challenging for like seventh, to be honest, maybe breaking into that top six. But um, it'd be really interesting. Same with Leicester. So these are big games for not just Chelsea and United, but Wolves and Leicester in terms of putting a marker down and going, no, we are good enough to, to break into there. Because they're, the, they're the games you need to win if you're both of them teams. Mm-hmm. You want to break into top six. You think you're good enough. You're putting in so much money and you're getting all these great players and, and your manager and what have you. You've got to beat these teams. You've got, you've got to look at it as at least one of our top six rivals are going to lose points this week. And... And it's it's very important to look at it as you know, United and Chelsea probably two of the teams that you look will are most likely to drop out of that top six. They're playing against two sides looking to push into the top six. You've got Man City playing Tottenham, possibly two of our title rivals, not just top four, top six rivals, title rivals. If that's a draw, that's that's perfect for us really. Both sides dropping points. Arsenal playing Burnley, it's one of the teams they always do do bad against one of their bogey teams so I think it could be a good week for Liverpool I think we could end end this week t- top of the league oh. I know it's t- two games in <laughs> yeah. but we'll Liverpool it. top of the league there you and go the top of the league it'll be, it'll yeah. be a nice little week uh, score predictions Jack 2-1 John 2-0 2-1 yeah Danny Ings gets a goal I just don't see our defence holding no, me neither and I, I, we have the best defence but mm. I just don't see it happening yet Takes yeah. a while. I'll go three-one. Probably going to come score. <laughs> oh, oh. score. Uh, let us know your score predictions in the comments below, along with your preferred 11s and again how many times that you changed it. As I mentioned, me and Tom will be down there to join us for that. Uh, there's loads of content out on the website. We've done the final word earlier today. Man of the match podcast will be out there today. Uh, lots more build-up for the Southampton game. Loads of written content, opposition review, all that stuff. Uh, so join that. Go and watch that, and we'll see you very soon. Thank you very much. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.